Hello and welcome to another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. This is a podcast to help aspiring pro cheerleaders, current pro cheerleaders, former pro cheerleaders understand that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect to be a cheerleader, despite what the media says, despite what you might see in movies, despite what you might hear in these streets. You don't have to be perfect. But I do want to help you become your best self so that you, whether you are just starting out in the pro cheer world, you might even be in high school, college, you're auditioning for a team, and you need to know what it takes to make that team. I'm here to help you find out what it takes so you can be, so you can strive to be the best version of yourself and not strive for perfection, period. All right, so thanks for joining. I am totally myself on this podcast and I appreciate you. If you've stuck with me from the beginning, claps to you. This is the number, this is number 43. And today we're going to talk about what you're going to do or what you should be doing in the in-between. Uh, in the in-between, when I say that, I mean in between seasons, in between auditions and the next audition. If you are gung-ho and set on a team and making that team, you might have to wait an entire season or entire year until auditions start again. And if you are a pro cheerleader, then there's a little in between after the season is over and then when you audition again. Because let's all face it, in this world, nobody is safe and you have to audition every year for the most part. And a lot of people kind of, a lot of regular, everyday, average people. I'm not saying that to, you know, be degrading. I'm just saying a lot of people that aren't in this world, I should say, find that really strange that we have to audition every year. But nobody's safe. So you got to stay on your P's and Q's all the time. So... This is what we're going to talk about today. I've been asked from pro cheerleaders if you should be doing anything, what you could be doing, and even aspiring pro cheerleaders, what they can be doing in the time where maybe they didn't make a team and they are past the the grieving process and are ready to get back to work. And what they should do to prepare for the next audition season. And vets, just like aspiring pros, can do the the same things. So there's a lot that you can do. And it's never, ever too late to start preparing. So the number one thing, well, it's not number one, but just number one on this list, is 
keeping up with your technique, practicing your technique. And if you don't know where to start with technique, ask someone to help you and ask them to get hands-on feedback to look at your technique. You send in videos. We have the whole world in the palm of our hands with phones now. You can set up a phone somewhere, you can do a pirouette, and you can send it and say, what do I need to work on? You can start that today. And it takes effort. It takes time. You can set time aside each week to practice and stick to technique. Maybe once uh, you focus on something, um... One thing a week. So maybe this week you focus on turns. Maybe next week you focus on kicks and hamstring flexibility. Set a time aside and stick to it and make no excuses. If you have a friend who's always last minute, always who wants to go out and asks you to go out during the time you're supposed to be practicing your technique, learn to say no or suggest another time because you are focused on your goals. And let them know that. And a true friend will understand. Now, if it's an emergency, you have to kind of take that and do what you will with it because you know what's important to you. But if it's something that can wait, then say no. Focus on your goals and stick to your plan. If you, it's easier said than done, but at least try. Try practicing. If you need someone to help you with your technique, feel free to reach out to me. That is what I started this platform for, for is for people to uh, reach out to me and to help and for me to reach you. Help you work on the areas that you really need to work on while honing the areas that you already have. I have a whole technique package one-on-one that I will work with you and customize what uh, you need to work on and we'll work on it. We'll get you right. Number two, take classes. This goes along with technique. If you struggle to pick up choreography, then this should be at the top of your list. Now, in between auditions or in between seasons, a lot of teams have prep classes. Sign up for those prep classes, get out of your comfort zone, go to them, meet new people, and practice. Most pro teams teach fast, and they want to see how you handle fast learning. And treat those prep classes just like it were an audition. Go in, look presentable with hair and makeup, and try your best. That's that's how you're going to get better if you consistently take those classes from people in the organization, from people who have been there, have been through the process, and, you know, the professional cheerleader, things that will help you um, get better with picking up choreography and just really performing and honing those skills. You can also take classes that are um, different types of genres. You'll learn how to be versatile and you will pick up new skills. Number three, 
cardio. Maintain your cardiovascular health by exploring different forms of cardio. Now, when people say cardio, they get they get squirmy inside. They they it's a, it's a word that people don't like. <laughs> people don't like cardio in general. They get afraid. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do all this running. I don't want to run for 30 minutes on the treadmill or have to go outside in the heat and run. You don't have to do that. Someone who was on a pro NBA team last season, a pro dance team, is in the in-between and asks me this this question, what kinds of cardio should I do? I don't like running. She didn't like running, so... I suggested a few things she might like instead, like hit cardio, which those are back-to-back moves that require little to no rest, but you can get done in very little amount of time, and you don't have to do any type of running. It involves jumps. It involves uh, getting off the ground, but you don't have to run far distances. Even 20 minutes can give you a good sweat and can burn that efficiently with the HIIT workout. Biking. It's summertime. If the weather is nice, go outside. Get some fresh air. Go for a bike ride. Put on this podcast, maybe. Put on your favorite songs. Or you can pretend like you are cycling through the desert or through the city. If you have a cycling machine, if you go to a gym, if you have a gym in your apartment, or if you are fancy and have a Peloton, there you go. Be inspired by those Peloton instructors, okay? I'm sure they help you get through those workouts. I've taken some of their classes. Water water aerobics is another one people don't really think about. And uh, swimming is such a great form of cardio. If you have a water aerobics class near you, try it. It's summer again, but a lot of those classes are inside. So just think about those different ways you can, you know, get that uh, that cardio in through doing something that you don't normally do. If water scares you, then maybe don't try it unless you want to get out your comfort zone, which we're all I'm always preaching about. But anyway, that's another form. Boxing. You can try that. Rowing. Use the rower. Act like you're rowing through the Nile River. (laughs) Sprinting. Those are uh, short bursts of energy. I mean, it is running, but you're only running for like 30 minutes or 30 seconds up to a minute as fast as you can, either on the treadmill, on a self-paced treadmill, You can run in your backyard if you have a backyard, on the street. Somebody can time you. You can go in intervals. You go and then your friend comes behind you and y'all time each other. You can get so creative with this. You don't have to run long distances to get in your cardio. You don't have to pretend like you're some long distance runner running in the Olympics. Matter of fact, it's probably not great for your limbs as a dancer anyway. So try out these different forms of cardio and actually, the shorter, the the more intense the workout is when you're doing cardio, um, the more fat you might end up burning since you're likely using anaerobic energy, which is not using 
oxygen. You're using energy from different sources. All right. That was a big one. Get up, like Kim Kardashian said, and go to work. Get up off your butt and your ass (laughs) and work. Do some form of cardio. All right, that's it. Number four, stay on top of team news and events. This is a big one. Usually, if you're in the off season and you're in between the end of uh, the end of a season or the end of auditions um, and the start of auditions, there will likely be a lot of trades happening on pro teams, uh, teams acquiring new players, staff, coaches, etc. Watch the draft, follow news on social media, and maybe even sign up for newsletters to get notifications on team news. The more you know about your prospective organization, the better you will be during the entire process and the more you'll be in tune with what's going on. Get familiar with your future coworkers. They will be your coworkers when you make that team. So and you you never know who you may run into randomly one day. So it's good to know who is going to be on the same team as you, getting that same paycheck. I mean, maybe not the same paycheck, but you know what I mean. All right, number five, eating properly with your end goal in mind. So it's okay to indulge every now and then, but if you are eating clean, about 99.9% of the time, then you're on the right track. Now, what does eat clean mean? Generally, lots of greens, lean meats, veggies, and fruits. If your plate is colorful, you're doing it right. If you have a plate that's full of brown stuff, then you're, do- you're likely doing it wrong. Add some color to it, add some green, add some yellow, add some... Add some type of color because color usually means fruits and vegetables. And we all know this growing up, hopefully. Um, our parents or somebody tried to get us to eat our vegetables or our broccoli. So if you don't know if your diet is up to par, start a food journal and document what you eat just in a day and see how you can change or switch out things in your day. What kind of things do you crave? Notice how you, what, what, how you, what you crave and what time of the day you crave and try to replace those cravings with something else, something maybe new, a new recipe, a new food, something else. Fat diets aren't always going to be the answer, but eliminating and adding foods to your diet slowly over time is the best way to go it's not going to happen overnight like we all know every you know sometimes i crave that Krispy cream donut and if you crave it and you have been you know maybe you ate really well that day go get that Krispy cream donut you know but if you're getting Krispy cream donuts every day then maybe you should reevaluate your diet okay it's about intuitive eating not punishing yourself for eating stuff but also not feeling like you ha- you can reward yourself for eating right. You gotta find that balance. All right, number six is cleaning up your brand online. Now, 
This one deserves an entire podcast episode, if I'm being real, which I will do. So stay tuned for that. But go online, Google your your name and see what comes up. Tweets might come up that you might need to delete from like years ago. Do you have old pics that are up that show your ass? (laughs) I'm serious. Maybe delete those. Actually, not maybe. Delete them. Find a way to get them off of that social media account or delete that, that social media account that you have. I mean, we all aren't the same person we were years ago. And hopefully we've grown, I would hope. However, cancel culture is real out here and it could bite you in the butt and keep you from opportunities in your future, unfortunately. So clean up your your brand online. That means social media. That means things you might have written, things you might have uh, shared your opinion on, you know. The internet is a very interesting place for people to connect, but it also is a place for people to find things to not like about you and just to make excuses about you, okay? So definitely scrub the internet. And if you go on the internet and you, you know, you say, you say okay, I'm going to Google my name and then whatever comes up, I am going to assume that I am a judge or somebody and I'm looking at this person. What would I say about myself? What would my brand be? Would I say, oh, she's a very, you know, driven girl. She, you know, likes to travel. Or would they say, dang, she likes to show her ass for attention online. Maybe, you know, she's not the best fit for our team. People will think that about you, even if it's not true. So that's something that you can do in your spare time when you're not, you know, doing anything. You can do it while you're watching TV. Okay, so that's number six. All right, that's it. You know, right now... You might, there might be an in-between season for you. You might be thinking about auditioning for a team uh, and you just don't know if you are yet because it's so far away. Right now, the NBA is, uh, NBA is having their dance team auditions. So best of luck to all of you who are audition- who are auditioning for NBA dance teams i wish you the best if you want extra feedback or help in a particular area then you know how to find me i'm on social media at the professional cheerleader uh and my tiktok is at the pro.cheerleader you can reach out to me there or you can send me an email, the, profes- the professional cheerleader at gmail.com, or you can visit our new website, theprofessionalcheerleader.com. Everything is the professional cheerleader. It's easy. So I offer one on one services. And if there's something that I don't offer and you're interested in, then let's have a conversation. You know, I could probably make it work. I want you to have a great 
weekend, uh, a great 4th of July, and I will talk to you soon, friend. Thank you for joining. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listen to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.